You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Angelina Martin and Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I am your host, Steph, and this is a very exciting episode. For one, we're nine days away from the NFL draft. And two, I am joined here today by a fast, hard-hitting safety out of Westchester University, none other than Jordan Burney. How's it going today? How you doing, Steph? I want to say first, I'm truly honored to be on this show. Just for you, you know, having me on here and barely even knowing me, you know, it shows what type of person you are. And I truly admire that. So I want to say thank you. Of course, of course. Well, well, I mean, I I know that you know this is a big time in your life, and I'm always down for uh, spotlighting any prospects. And and you actually reached out to me, which I appreciated, and that shows to me, um, you know, you're very serious about wanting to get your name out there. And so I'm very happy to help. And thank you for being on today. Um, sure. Oh, and for those of you who are watching, if you guys have not watched Jordan's um, highlights, he has a huddle link. It, it should be in the description if you're watching on YouTube. So go ahead, hit that and, and check out his highlights after this 12-minute um, video, and you will not be disappointed by the end of it, I guarantee you. Um, first things first, though, Jordan, um, when I first announced that I was going to have you on the show, first I want to say that it seems like you have a very great, you know, group of supporters and, and fans. And I had a lot of people like commenting saying like, they're definitely going to be tuning in. And, you know, some people even called you uh, Jordan Hitman uh, Bernie. <laughs> so my first question is, how did you get the nickname Hitman? I assume it's because you, you know, you hit people really hard, but how did that come about? Well, first, uh, <clears throat> When I first got to Westchester, I just wanted to hit, you know. I wasn't – I didn't know no schemes, what we were doing. I was just running around just hitting people. So, basically, somebody was just like, hit man, one of the players on the team, and I just – it just stuck and ran with it. Well, that's perfect. Well, I, I definitely saw you hitting people quite hard in, in your highlights, and so I think the name is definitely fitting. Um so you you spent was it six years at Westchester University, right? You you've been there since 2016, am I correct? Correct. 2016. Okay. okay, so tell me a little bit about your time at Westchester and you know, what's some moments that you're most proud of and you know, is there a time uh in your time at Westchester where you felt like you really came into your own as a player? Well, first, if I'm not going to lie, I feel like I've been at Westchester for like 12 years, double that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I had a lot of ups and downs at Westchester. But all in all, I really love Westchester, the community. Uh, I just got lost. Uh, can you ask the question again? <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. Just uh, what, what's something uh, about your time at Westchester that you're most proud of? Okay, uh, I would say when we won a championship, uh, PSAC in 2018, 
I'm not mistaken, 2018. Uh, that was probably the highlight of my years at Westchester because basically that whole summer, uh, we was waking up, me and a couple other players, we was waking up like 5 o'clock every morning throughout the whole summer. So it was just awesome to see it pay off. And we didn't get the national, but we got the PSAC. And, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. You guys definitely put in the work. Um, is there a player that, you know, you like to model your game after or emulate when you're on the football field? Yeah, definitely. Cam Chancellor. That's – so sad that he had to retire a little early. You know, I used to love watching him play. And for me, I love big safeties. So, obviously, because I'm one of them, but he would just, like, not even just, it was just his energy, you know, the way he just attacked every play on the field. That's what I try to do. If you watch through my film or just watch a game, I just try to every every play, even if I'm, on the other side of the ball, <laughs> other side of the hash, I will just try to get to the ball as fast as I can every single play. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, as a 49er fan, I'm very familiar with Cam Chancellor and how much he wreaked havoc. The whole Legion of Boom actually just <laughs> dog walked the 49ers for quite some time. Um, but, you know, speaking of, you know, some of your skill sets, you know, when I watched your huddle highlights, I saw good tackling. I saw versatility. You know, you can come off the line. You cover really well. I, that's something that that I saw. And you can shoot the gaps, which uh, yes. is really good as well. Is there something that you've identified within yourself that you would like to improve on? Well, first, I want to say thank you for all that. <laughs> uh, something that I would like to improve on. It's basically, uh, I would say I rely heavily on film and instincts. So, because growing up in a, you know, urban area, city, you develop instincts. So, like, my instincts is off the charts and, and adding that with watching film. That's what I really like. Once it's game time, that's how I actually play. But I would like to break down the offensive schemes a little more, you know, with before, like if they come out in a certain <clears throat> in a certain formation, I would like to break that down instantly and react that way. Also, right, definitely. It, I mean, it's definitely a, a game of. Uh, being able to recognize what you're seeing and being able to react very quickly. So I, I definitely understand that. So would you call yourself a bit of a film nerd a little bit? Like you in preparing for games, do you like to watch a lot of film? Is that how you normally prepare a lot? Yeah, I love to watch film. As, when I first came in to college, it was basically I hated film. <laughs> I hated film <laughs> sessions. I just wanted to just go out there and play. But yeah. as I kept going through games and stuff like that, I noticed like that's not going to get me to where I want to, you know, get to. And that's the league because, okay, I'm athletic, but I also got to have the smarts with the game. So 
stay with my DB coach after practices and before practices and stuff like that. And after that, I just start tack on the film more, more and more. And I love nice. watching film. <laughs> good, good. That's that's good to hear. Um, did you ever play any other sports at Westchester, or maybe even in high school that you know you think? those some of those skills have been able to translate or gives you an advantage on the football field not at westchester but in high school i played basketball i was actually a basketball player uh <laughs> before i was a football player i was actually okay. strictly basketball but once i got to high school i had to play multiple sports and play football and once I hit that field, it was just like, I love the game. I played Pop Warner when I was young, but I was mostly a basketball junkie until I actually got into high school and actually was like, all right, this is the sport that I, I want to play. I love the game. And that was that. So, but I, I feel like basketball separate me. Well, it helped me in a certain way, like, I would say jumping and stuff like that, my jumping ability and uh, I guess team. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it. You know, it make me more agile than other players coming yeah, from a basketball yeah. background. Definitely, I I can see that. And and so you're a big basketball fan. Have you been following along with the? NBA playoffs. Do you have a, a a team that you're rooting for there? Yeah, the Sixers. Philly all the way. Sixers. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Okay, um, I'm rooting for the Warriors myself. They they're looking pretty good. But um, uh, for those of you watching, really quick, just a reminder: make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like this video. Make sure you share this video. Let's get Jordan Bernie out to the masses. Um, definitely a player worth other people knowing about. Um, all right. And so kicking back to the questions, one thing, another thing that stood out in, in watching you is that you have speed, right? And so you had mentioned to me that um, you haven't had a pro day yet, or you haven't been able to participate in a pro day, but have you ran a 40? Like, have you just timed yourself um, with a trainer or something like that? Uh, what, and if so, what's your 40 clocking at right now? Well, I actually recently just ran a 40 for uh, a CFL team, and okay. I clocked the 4-4. Four, four, four. Nice. So I would say I'm in the 4-4 four, four to 4-6 four, range every time I run a 40. Okay, Chris yeah. And, and like I said, I, I definitely saw that speed on film. Like you move sideline to sideline very quickly. You cover a lot of ground very quickly going downhill um and so it's pretty evident when when I watched you play um but how are you preparing for this next chapter in your life right I, I imagine there's a lot going on and um a lot of emotions um so walk me through the process so far you know you mentioned that you you don't have an agent at this time so how's all that been working for you right now to be honest, it's a roller coaster, you know, but you just gotta just keep faith in keep faith in God and just keep keep marching, you know. Uh 
basically I just I just keep I would say I just work out and you know try to use my connections that I have and make the best of any opportunity that present to me basically amen i mean that's all you can do sometimes right yeah just like he said just keep faith in the lord and just one step at a time but you got to stay you know got to stay grounded at the same time you know stay patient that's the hardest thing but that's what i learned over the years yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned uh, that the CFL has reached out to you. Are there any other teams that have expressed expressed interest in you, um, either now or just at any point in your career? Yeah, multiple uh, CFL teams. And the Ravens uh, reached out to me before. Uh, the Colts. And that's about it. Okay, yeah. Man, I, Ravens, I, you would fit in well with the Ravens. They're, they're whole, uh, they're very big on defense and having hard hitting safety. So um, that'd be pretty awesome. Um, so Westchester is a D two school, correct? Correct. Yes. All right. So um, there aren't a lot of you know D two players that are in the NFL. I feel like there should be more. Um, what would you say to a scout or a team who, you know, maybe doubted you just based off of the school that you went to? I would say, (laughs) I would say, uh, you know, to me, I don't see. Like, I played against a lot of good players in Division Two. I don't really see that as really a difference to me, you know? Right. Like, I don't really look at it like that. I feel like I could play anywhere, you know? But I would just say, I don't know what I would say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I would say. But. No, I mean that, but that's a good answer. What you said. I mean, you can't you can't control who you play against, right? You can you can just control how well you play against them, and and you said it too. Like there there are a lot of good players in in D two, and so, um, you know, I, I I personally don't think it's a reason to count anybody out, and and so I think that's a that's a great answer and a good attitude to have for sure. Um. But what is something that a team would be getting with Jordan Bernie, either not just on the field, but off the field as well? Tell me a little bit about, like, the kind of person you are. Well, first, you would not have no problem with me working out. I love to work out. I'm a hard worker. Uh, I'm a leader. You know, I never – like to follow, you know, well, you, you got to be a great follower in order to lead. But at the same time, it's like, what I mean by following is basically 
like I like to attack every like if people slacking that that's, that won't be me. You know, I will attack every single thing with full intensity. Uh basically you will get a hard working leader, you know, uh physical. Uh and also just a good just a overall good hearted person, you know. Like I try to stay positive as much as I can inside the locker room, on the field, outside, just and just let it rub off on everybody that's basically around me. So, right, yeah, that's a good attitude to have. And uh, you know, one thing I noticed with you, and just even like a lot of, uh, you know, up and coming prospects, I would say, is. You you notice how humble they are, and I notice how humble you are, and you know I I think that's something that definitely shines through and is a great quality to have. You you seem very down to earth, and uh, you know I appreciate that because you could do a lot of things on the field that most people you know would break something, hurt themselves trying to do. So you know you could talk that talk, but you you're here being you know very humble with with me and I appreciate that. Um, let's see. So two of your uh, former teammates, actually Jerry Elder and Shane Griffin, they were drafted in the USFL supplemental mm-hmm. draft just last month. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And would the USFL be something that you would consider for your career or is the NFL bus for you? No, it's not NFL bust for me. Uh, first thing, I just love the game of football, so I'm going to just strive to be great anywhere I land, you know. And I will want to play at the highest level. That's no doubt about it. That's what I'm shooting for. But any league, I would just play and just keep going forward one step at a time to get to my destination. Uh with Shane and Jare, I'm truly happy for him, you know. Uh, I still talk to Ray. <laughs> you know, I, w- I would love to play with Ray. We had some uh, good moments and good times. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pleasant to see them out there and shining light, you know, on our school, stuff like that. So, Right on. Well, that's awesome. Well, I don't have any other questions. If, you know, the people in the comments have uh, some questions that they want to ask you, now would be the time to go ahead and, and type those in. Uh, but, you know, besides that, Jordan, it, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on today. Thank you so much for taking the time. And, again, wish you the best in, you know, this whole process and in your future. And um, for the people watching or listening, once again, hit that link in the description to watch Jordan Bernie's highlights and that huddle link. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe and like this video right on. Thank you so much, Jordan. I hope you have a great night. Again, wish you the best. Uh, Shane, can I uh, can I actually address something real fast? Yeah, go for it. Yep. Uh, because a couple of people actually, uh, well, a couple of scouts actually wanted to know about a scenario that, you know, happened at uh, at Westchester. And I just wanted to put this out there because I haven't spoke to anybody really 
really about it, but my coaches are in family. But if you search up my name, basically something will come up as me being convicted. Uh, and I wanted to explain the story. If that's if I could actually do that, go for it. Yeah. Well, basically, what happened was. It was, uh, I think, my junior year, going into my junior year. And it was after my summer scrimmage. Yeah, it was our last scrimmage. And after the summer, we would have basically like an end-of-the-camp party. You know how colleges are and stuff like that. So we would have an end-of-the-camp party, stuff like that. So uh, I invited my brother to come up to the end of the camp party and he came and we, I didn't see him the whole summer because I stayed up at school and basically I had to sacrifice something and I wasn't with my family basically the whole summer. So I invited him to the end of the camp party and he came up and we was in a car and we was talking for a while and it was late. So I was going to say, we could go to a party and stuff like that, but we basically was about to go inside the house. But before we went inside the house, we was parked inside this handicapped spot, which was obviously stupid at the time. And when I was inside the car, I'm not going to lie, when I was inside the car, I did smell marijuana because that, that was the thing. It was marijuana in the car. I smelled marijuana, but basically, like, I know my brother, he he smoked and stuff like that, but I wasn't still young. So I was in the car, we was talking and busting it up, and we was about to go inside the house. So before we went inside the house, he was like, let me, you know, smoke, smoke a joint real fast. So you can't smoke inside the apartment. So he ended up just rolling, rolling up in the car and stuff like that. And before you know it, it was just lights flashing on the car. Then you just heard boom, boom, boom. Uh, and we looked up and it was two officers, basically. And my brother just starts like basically tearing up and was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And at the time, I, I'm like, what, what you sorry for? Like, it's only, you know. I mean, it's bad, but it's it's not like the worst thing in the world. Right. He uh, rolling up and it's not even a spark yet. But basically, the cops said roll down the window and roll down the window and they smelled mar- marijuana. So took us out the car, searched, searched the car, and come to find out it was a pound of weed in there. So... When that happened and found out I had I got uh kicked out of school and basically kicked off the football team for like a month and I came back for I, I mean I got back readmitted inside of Westchester after like basically like two months and then I was able to play again for like the last couple games but by that time, it was basically over. 
season was over and stuff like that. But that was the uh, – uh, we got convicted. Uh, I had to do community service for 15 – I mean, for 15 hours, and I had to pay a fine, basically. So that's what happened, man. Uh, that was the story of if you search up my name, that probably will pop up. The the mug picture and stuff look like I'm a mobster and all that, but <laughs> it's well, I you know I I didn't see any of that, and it's it's crazy to me that you would get convicted just for being in the same car. Like that's crazy to me, but but I digress. Um, but I I appreciate you sharing that story with us and and you know clearing the air on that um, for others who who maybe did not know um, you know your side of the story. So. Um, and hopefully, hopefully those scouts, you know, will hear your side of the story as well. And, you know, personally, I, I feel like the NFL could change their stance on, you know, their the whole marijuana thing. But, you know, maybe one day. Um, but thanks again, Jordan, for sharing that story, for coming on today. And uh, I really appreciate you, and I, I wish you the best in, in your career and what's going going to happen in the future. Thank you once again. I really appreciate you, Steph, and thanks for everybody that's down there viewing this show, tuning in and listening. I appreciate y'all also, and hopefully I'll be able to send you a signed jersey <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Right on. I'm definitely going to follow along with your career and, and, and anything that happens from here on out. But thank thank you guys for tuning in and uh, make sure you go ahead, like this video, uh, share it and uh, have a good night. Peace. <laughs>